now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. I want to go ahead and push this button because I want to get this out the way. And I don't know that I had, I don't think I had an opportunity to do one yesterday. Um, and it's been kind of sporadic this week. It's been a, what, wait a minute, is this the beginning of the week? Okay, I think today is, I don't even know what day it is. Let me check. Hold on. It's that kind of week, y'all. Hold on. Okay, it is hump day. It's Wednesday. All right, so let me tell you, because you already know it's been, it's been crazy. Um, I did, I don't think I got to do one yesterday because I was, I was actually at my daughter's. I stayed overnight at my daughter's. You know, I had my incident on Friday, doing very well, very well. Uh, it was a spur, which means just kind of a flare up with uh, plantar fasciitis, and just basically come came from um, changing other routine, putting on some extra weight, being in a pandemic, and I'm watching my messages and stuff, and um, and just just doing a lot. And then also, um, my daughter had a procedure. So I stayed over with her to watch her mess and just kind of help. And she's messaging me now. I came home last night. The dog was like, where have you been? Oh, my God, don't do that ever again. Because it's funny because he saw me crippling around with these crutches, trying to trying to use the crutches. And, and, uh, and it's so funny because he was on me before this happened, before the Friday incident happened. I could not make a move uh, for him. I mean, I don't care where I would go. Every step I would take, he was right there. And then I had the incident and just a real painful flare-up of my heel bone. And luckily, it was just the heel bone, just aggravated. Uh, I and, and you know how we talked about this on another episode? And I'm Yolanda at Dryer Buzz. If you've never, ever heard uh, how to get out of bed. Um, we talked about this flare-up. And, you know, when you go and show up at the doctor's office or the emergency room, as I did, I went straight to the emergency room, which was enough anxiety in and of itself. Like, you always wonder, like, what are you going to see? But I knew, you know, if I go to the doctor's office or if I go to urgent care, those things are kind of petri dishes right now. And the emergency room, my daughter, I have another daughter that has clients and she has the take back and forth to these things. She says, usually she says, there's such a system right now, you know, probably won't encounter anybody, go on to the emergency room. Because other than that, if you go to the doctor, then you got to go to the emergency room. That's, that's just more. And so went straight to the emergency room. Um, woke up, went to bed just in pain. And I, and I think it was just exaggerated because the first thing they were like, what happened? What did you do? And so you start trying to think about like, like, what do you do? Cause you, you know, what, how, thanks for how to get out of bed. And, and the fact that I live publicly on social media, I can always look back and say, Oh, I did all this. And I literally was like, I literally was showing the, uh, the nurse practitioner, um, uh, it's like, Hey, here's, here's my behavior over the last 24 hours. They're like, wait, what's that TikTok? <laughs> we literally were watching a TikTok, like, you did this challenge, and I'm like, yeah, he's like, that's it right there. That's it. TikTok made me do it. I'm telling you, one, because it was a fitness challenge. I'm a, I'm, in, I'm over in the TikTok cook area. I'm in the TikTok soap making. What are, you, what are you doing going over in the TikTok fitness, right? Because everybody's trying to figure out, like, how do I get moving? How do I drop these pounds, and I'm in a weight class where, you know, it could be dangerous if I gain more, and, and you know, and I'm carrying, I'm at this point, I'm carrying, you know, I'm at my heaviest, and it's pretty familiar to me, and it's pretty familiar to everybody around me, because I go up and down, I go up and down, and uh, and I'm getting these anniversary posts, like four years ago, I was in the gym. And about trying to see that, I mean, like, when I say I was in the gym, I was in the gym. I did the full-on emptiness, you know, kid, baby, last kid graduating, mommy, go get fit, go get fine, get ready. I was getting ready to go on these tours, speaking, and author, blogger, all that stuff, right? And so uh, I did this amazing transformation back then. Got a full closet of all that stuff that I can only look at at this point. And uh, and I'm like, okay, you know what? It, it's it's time. I've got some more time on my. Hand. I don't know if I got more time on my hand. But anyway, I had, took two minutes to do this fitness challenge, and 
aggravated an injury that was developing from my time in the kitchen. And and not only just in the kitchen, because for the last two years, I have been doing these extreme live streams. You know, I'm on, I'm live, kitchen cam, right? Turn it on uh, while I'm in the kitchen and prepare these meals, becoming this, you know, food brand and all that kind of stuff. Uh, retired, you know, retired blogger, retired to a kitchen, you know, the story and all that. And unfortunately, um, it's caused some wear and tear on my legs because I went from sedentary to standing for a two-hour broadcast filming these these episodes, you know, and uh, this web series kind of thing, and having to, you know, just develop, like, the shock of standing and standing on the wrong type of floor, wearing the wrong, like, I had to learn the hard way, oh, I need to shock, put some shock absorbers padding on my floor. Oh, you can't go in the kitchen barefoot. You can't be walking around. You have a serious arch. You can't be walking around in flat. I did everything completely wrong. I was also driving in the gig economy. Everything, that change of routine, change of life caused, you know, me to lose some mobility in some areas, gain some mobility in other areas. It just wasn't balancing out. Oh, you're you're flat-footed all day, but you're also putting on 20 pounds, 40 maybe. Who knows? I wasn't counting. Uh, that's a bad combination. You've got to support your arch, you know. Um, also, putting on the extra weight, going into the category for prediabetes. Oh, well, those, these little twinges, you know, back pain. Uh, carrying an extra stomach makes the back hurt. And so I learned to watch for those signs, but then jumping up in, in a fun TikTok challenge because the music is banging and knocking out. And let me tell you, I rocked the challenge, but I aggravated this plantar fasciitis, this heel pain, and it became insanely painful on Thursday evening, uh, which we had another incident. And, and so Friday morning, I woke up and I literally could not walk. And I, and when something like that hits you where you instantly, like they say, your life flashes before your eyes, I'm like, oh, my God, my kids are going to have to take care of me. I can't move. I can't move. I can't walk. I couldn't even walk the dog. I couldn't even make it from the bed to the bathroom, which is three steps, okay? Uh, and I was trying to put weight on. I couldn't put weight on. I'm on my tippy toes. I'm hobbling around. I ended up having to call my daughter, go to the hospital, da, da, da. Luckily, it was just, um, you know, some aggravation got some pain meds, some steroids in, in a couple of days or so. They said about three days, you know, take a day, you know, stay off your foot a day, uh, try something the second day. And by the third day, and actually the second day, I, was bare, I could bear it. Uh, I had really like no pain, still a lot of tenderness. And I'm sitting there thinking, man, what about, what if I end up with a boot? What if I end up with surgery? All those different things, you know, oh my God, how is this going to change the end of 2020 for me? Um, but luckily, up out of bed, um, and then I think by the weekend, no, wait, no, that was the weekend, so come Monday, I was, I, I think, Mon- yeah, Monday, I was getting around a little bit, um, and then Tuesday, I did very, well, actually, Monday, I was doing very well, and then Tuesday was pretty much okay, but then, of course, Tuesday, my thoughts was, you know, on my daughter, and not, not so much on myself, but when I got home last night, I had to think about, like, wait a minute, did I just overdo it? As I take a sip here, got to make sure I didn't overdo it. So I got to kind of monitor. I was able to take the bandage. I was actually bandaged. Uh, and the bandage kind of keep it keep it from, you know, being so mobile. Took the bandage off because it started to kind of irritate me. And, uh, and, and I did pretty good. So, but I have to watch it. And also, like I said, looking back to figure out what actually happened, because you think it was like the most immediate thing, like that challenge. Yeah. Running in place for two full minutes without stretching, without ever having done it before, of course, that's going to aggravate anything. But also, there's a um, there's a n- new when the dog and I are going for a walk, we're doing a couple of different things, and my balance is off. I'm, I'm not my balance is off, but I'm doing a little bit more rigorous steps, like I'm going down a hill and not wearing the proper shoe because I have like you know my little dog walking shoes. I just 
kind of slip on, but we were taking uh, a different route. And that too may have aggravated because all of a sudden, again, without prop, without, you know, proper wake up, without proper exercise, without proper stretching, it's like, hey, let's do this now. Because he and I both, you know, don't don't need to at this point. He and I both don't need to be doing that because we because one, if he is like really ready to go or he's excited about getting outside, and he yanks me and we're going out my back door, which I have to, which I already have to kind of order my steps, you know. And then there, then the sometimes I get the grass, it's wet, you know. He slips, I slip, or whatever. So it could have been any of those things. Um, and so now I know, okay, we need to safely take our time and go. And I was trying to go another way because there, there's now some new kids, uh, in the neighborhood and, you know, just, and then two, I wanted to get him out and onto the yard faster. So either we continue and I do the things necessary to continue hear, hear this, because in this is the lesson one. Hold on, I'm open the phone back up at 11.15 into this. Here's what I can do in order to continue. Because see, this is what we, we, like, do I keep going or do I stop? Is this for me? Is it not for me? This is where we start to gauge all of this. Okay, added to that wonderful morning routine that I have, um, get up and, like, right now, I said, okay, I'm I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm going to watch the sunrise. Um. Why don't I start finding, why don't I find a stretch routine? Why don't I find some stretching? You know, because stretching, it's going to work. We've been told, hey, you need to, you need to start stretching. You need to stop trying to get up and run into a routine and run into the day, you know, and not listening and paying, being mindful to your body. Two, what if I stop and properly get dressed, put on the proper shoes, and then go, and there's not a shoe in my, even though I just got three new pair of shoes, because think about, you know, what's the thing everybody's doing in quarantine, buying, uh, and these are gifted, not, you know, I don't buy, I don't buy the wardrobe stuff. I was just gifted three whole new pair of shoes, like I got somewhere to go. I wore one to my daughter's house this weekend, but neither of those protecting the ankle. There's some support there. Uh, they're athletic shoes, so I'm not all that athletic, but I know going into, if I'm going to live stream in the kitchen, and most of the times I'm sitting down, I did start wearing house shoes around the house. I did start trying to, you know, protect the foot, and, and especially and, and at this age, I am mindful of my feet because, you know, a lot of your nerves and all of that, you know, and I've come a long way without TMI corns or bunions or anything like that uh, because I, cause I've been on my feet. You know, I was covering red carpets, chasing down this, that, and the other stories and whatnot. So, you know, I've got, I've got a shoe game and I've got a very well protected shoe game. And I wore naturalizers, okay, in my day. Uh, I love a good wedge. I love a good wedge heel. I didn't. I, I didn't. I never abused my my feet. Uh, I have some stilettos. You know, I wore those in my younger days, and I might put on one for a gala here and there. But I'm that person. I'm wearing something to the gala. I'm tossing it in my bag. I'm gonna put these shoes on only as long as necessary for the untrance. Okay, get to the table. They're coming off. I'm I'm just not abu- I'm just not wanting to abuse my feet. And now and, and even uh when I was four years ago when I was doing the fitness thing, I was looking into some hiking boots because we have some amazing trails in my neighborhood. And so but I do at this point need not necessarily the ankle support, but because my issue is in the heel and I, I've got a pretty big heel. So I'm going to um now add to my morning routine. Take the precautions of stretching. The dog, when he gets up, first thing he does is he stretches. Every time. They do that. He he wakes up, and he goes through a few minutes of just stretching it out. You know, humans, we used to do that. Stretch it out. I'm stretching. You know, opening up the muscles. I'm going to find me. I'm going to find a good video. Um, 
of someone that has some, some history and and can and can give some cautionary tales um, and find some good things to stretch. Stretching is going to become part of the morning routine. I don't know. Do I stretch? Probably before the shower because you know navigating the bath is a thing too. So you know, getting out of bed, getting out of bed. I'm gonna I'm gonna find just a couple of stretching things to open myself up, and then I'm gonna. Put on the proper shoes because I'm that person. Stuff won't have to happen to me twice. I'm not that person out here saying, let me make my own mistake. That's not me. I'm like, what What mistake did you make? Wait, what did you just, how'd you do that? This is me. How'd you do that and how do I not do that? I am that person. I am always looking for, looking at somebody else's hindsight to gain as my foresight. So I'm trying, and that's why I do how to get out of bed. Let me tell you, because Again, remember, in that temporary moment, as I sit here looking at my hospital bracelet uh, on my bed, in that temporary moment, in that temporary moment, 16 minutes into this, we've got to learn to understand that so much of what goes on in our lives are just very simply temporary moments, and they could come and go just that fast if we remain aware of our now, of our consciousness, of our control over these things. But in that temporary moment, I had to make some decisions. I had to, one, fight off all kinds of anxiety because I was just talking with my girls and, and my son's uh, coming home, headed home in a week or so. But I had to, in that temporary moment, think about, whoa, it's too early for me to have to think about my children taking care of me, and 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 the day before my daughter, my daughter was like, "Mom, you're you're good." Like like they've had, you know, they have this chain text chain that I'm I'm not on because they. What I think, in fact, um, my daughter, not my my middle, my baby girl, and I were talking about the fact fact that uh, I put I did things to put things in place that they as siblings would make it through life together, that they would understand each other, that they would understand who has what strengths, who has what weaknesses, and, and who's who who that each of them has a confidant. I I that was an that was a, a consciousness for us to have in our household. Because we we purchased a book together. Uh, I purchased a book at the grocery store. It was called Living with Screwed Up People, and I'm pretty sure they've changed the title. Or whatever. It's such a good book. But it basically, and we didn't read the whole book. We just needed to understand because we were a big household, and in a big household, there there are people in a family. In families, you know, there are people who make you feel great. There are people that make you feel good. Loved ones. There are loved ones that make you feel great. There are loved ones that make you feel guilty. There are loved ones that make you feel shame. And it's not even that they make you feel that way. It's the weight that you yourself put on that relationship. Because nobody can technically make you feel a certain way. Now, there are people who they wake up and they get out of bed and they go hell bent on making people in this world feel a certain way. Okay? And we ignore them. We get them out of our lives sooner than later. Do that sooner than later. Okay? But there are also relationships you don't get to choose connections that are, you're born into, um, think people you have to work with, you know, and those kinds of things. And so it's a choice as to, but some things are just important to us. Some things are our human nature, human behavior. Like it's important that people see us, for some of us, it's important how people see us. It's important that people don't walk around with misunderstandings of us, right? It's important that you know, we leave a place the way we found it or better than we found it. We're not that, we're not, all of us, we're not, for the majority of us, we're not out here extracting. We're not out here taking from people and all those kinds of things. We're giving much more. And people who complain about you getting a little something out of the exchange, because those people exist. And they wear you, they wear you the hell down. Because you, when your conscience is trying to figure out, like, how'd they get to that conclusion when you were just giving, 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 and you got a little bit out of it, and all hell breaks loose. You got to learn to let that go sooner than later. And so what we learned as a family, it's like, whoa, there's six of us in the household. And we respect this. We respect these relationships so much that we don't want to see anybody down, upset, uh, feeling guilty, feeling any kind of shame, everybody walks in and out of here 
with our head held high, and we try and work together. And that was a battle. We bumped heads a lot. But it's like, why are we bumping heads like that? We're good people. But at the same time, hey, guess what? We got all these different characteristics. Some some of us have this strength. Some have that. Some have this weakness. Hey, I don't like doing any of that. So that shouldn't fall on me. But even if it does, I got to do it as well as you do because I got that kind of respect for you. And your name's on this and your name's on that and this is yours and this is mine. And hey, it all has to work together. We got to become this well-oiled machine. And and never did we get it until times of great trouble. And it's like, but wait, remember you were good at this. Why don't you handle that? And you take care of this. And, and it's like, whoa. And that locomotion just started going. And so we try to keep that going, even though we're in different households. Just like I said, I had an incident Friday, Thursday night, Friday. My daughter, um, was it Friday? Wait a minute. I'm trying to think. Monday. My my daughter had um had her procedure Monday. It's like, okay, I had my Thursday. I was good. Well, um, well, mom, you know, we just... I can't, like, my other, my baby girl who normally would, would have taken care of my daughter, she's like, well, I just took off to take care of mom, so I can't have a, I can't have another emergency back-to-back. So I'm like, hey, listen, this is where I step in, you know? And my other daughter's like, okay, well, I got this. And then my daughter's like, well, you go over and take care of her. I'll stop, stop by and take care of the dog and all that kind of But you got to have those kind of people in your life. And even if you don't, you know, go as long as you can, but you got to trust somebody. And and never is there a time where a person can be out here and not have anybody to trust. And I'm going to tell you, I'm a person. I don't have a whole lot of friends. In this pandemic, I have, I've started taking phone calls. My phone rings. I, I would never answer. I was that person. I ain't never answered the phone. I don't never even, I, I was that person, never, ever needed to talk to anybody. I would never take a phone call. And I wouldn't even give you the opportunity to leave a voicemail. I don't want to, uh-uh. Because, at, because I was in a place in the world where nobody was bringing anything to the table that I knew or that I needed or I thought I knew or thought I needed. And it wasn't until a time where things happened and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to take this call. Now, many of them were people asking for stuff, you know, wasn't about exchanges. But then, and even my daughter said the other day, you know, Mom, you got a couple good friends. Let them be friends. And so the other night I was sitting and I got a phone call and I was like, I saw it and I was like, let me answer this. And uh, and somebody just needed a soundbite because guess what? They've seen, they're going through a whole lot that I had already, I just, I survived. And they were like, wait, you came through this with flying colors. You seem to have all of your faculties. I'm like, well, not all of them. I got enough of them. There's a lot I'm missing right now. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot, there's even still things that I, there's things going on with me that I can't even look at right now. You know, I said, but yeah, I survived a couple of phases of things. And, uh, and I, and, and we're asking how, and I said, well, here's how I did it. I said, but you got to understand, you know, we're all different and we all, you know, facing these things different. And, uh, and she just needed to feel good about some decisions that she was making because she's running. And like I said, I ran into people who challenge you on decisions you've got to make because they can't make them, they wouldn't make them, and 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 they are beholden to all these other things, but they see the courage in you like, wait, you you didn't you don't you didn't care what anybody thought? Hell no. Because that's not that's not how I'm floating over here. I'm not floating on what people think. I'm not making it on what people think. I'm putting out stuff on there that make people think. Okay? So imagine if I had to wait for somebody to think about this. It's like I'm doing things that people haven't seen. The, the way I evolve, the way I get around, the way I'm working on stuff, I'm, I'm people like I, they never seen that. It's like, wait, you get up every day and nah, I, hey, I'm, I'm just trying to do things sooner in life. And even in that, there's some things that I'm doing behind that I, I didn't get to do here, there, or at these other times, that things that I said, hey, well, I'll wait to do that. I'll go ahead and do this priority right now, and I'll wait to do that. We have to learn to accept things in our own time. I was celebrating a friend yesterday, 
and uh and I and, and I felt so bad because when they posted they did a thing they the explanation I I always feel bad because I I've interviewed people in in my life's work I've, I've talked to just people of all kinds of levels and it's heartbreaking when I hear how much weight even them answering their God-given calling, the reasons they were born, trying to put the disclaimers on it that people who don't matter need in order to in order for them to be. And it's so heartbreaking. I mean, I'm talking some of the most successful people. If you think about it, some of the most successful people out there come out of some of the most painful situations and they are enjoying levels of success and they have no one to share with. It reminds me of the Mahogany movie. You know, success is nothing without someone to share. And even in that relationship, you look at that relationship between Billy D. Williams and and some of y'all are not going to even know these names I'm talking about. And shame on you if you don't. But Billy D. Williams, um, in the in the movie Mahogany with Diana Ross, and the the whole storyline to that is success is nothing without someone to share it is. First of all. Even in their in their situation of them coming together at the end, I was I was so upset that they each had to lose everything in order to find each other again. Like like they they still probably shouldn't have ended up together, you know, um, because neither of them had the true proper value of what what the other person needed to be, you know. But they knew they had a love and a stronghold. It was like it's something there with us. But what they, what each of them, I'm like, and I'm always like, look, please don't let me have to go through all of that. You got to go through all of that, like near death. You know, do we have to, and, and you, you know, it might be, we had to go through that near death. Well, no, we had to go through death uh, in order to, we had to get to near death to really find our strengths and our weak, and our strengths and our, our, our strengths. Because we, we knew full well what, where areas we were weak in. But even in our weakest moments, we were still holding on, still pushing, still surviving, still still uh, attempting to thrive. And on the other side of that, because we made the priorities, hey, listen, here's what this needs to feel like on the other side of this. We On the other side of this, we still need to be a strong, cohesive family. So everybody needs to speak up in this moment. What can you handle what can you not handle? And that was the rule of the household ever since the kids could speak, okay? You you can use your word. Even if even when they couldn't speak, you better figure out how to tell me what you want right now and tell me what you need because wants, we don't have a whole lot of wants up in here, but we can if we take care of what we need. It was always our thing. And you come into this world communicating. Don't let nobody tell you you don't. Babies come into this world. They've communicated even before they've gotten you come into this world communicating, and unfortunately, we live in a world that tries to cease your communication from day one to day in, right? Don't say what it is you think. If you live in a world that's suppressing you from the very moment of you taking that first breath of waking consciousness and turn over and there's suppression, get dressed, there's suppression, get to work. and there's I don't live very well with suppression. Don't suppress nothing about me. And and I've lived a very selfish life to avoid suppression at 28 to 30 into this. I live a life that doesn't suppress who I need to be, what I need to say, and so forth. And I have people, a whole lot of people around me that are cautious, and they're cautious about me being in the room and at the table. Listen, don't invite me in. If, don't, don't invite me in if things need to be suppressed. If we're not going to talk to family... Don't don't bring me into that conversation until we can all be open and honest about it, and and it doesn't have to be brutal, because not everything have to like you ain't got to you don't have to say it all. I, I censor myself, so I'm like I, I don't I don't need to make everybody aware of of, of this right now, <laughs> okay? Because I can handle this. I can go ahead and take care of this for everybody. I, I'll deal with that part, but holding it in, it, it's gonna come out. It's going, you got to know, it's going to come out, you know, um, after the fact of dealing with the ankle issue, the heel bone, the heel bone connected to the, I don't even remember how the story goes, <laughs> but, uh, I'm now, I'm now having a discussion with, whoa, that came and went so fast. It got better so fast. 
was it almost psychological? Um, was it something detoxing? Was it something trying to exit? How long have we talking about? I need an exit strategy. Uh, was there something trying to exit? I had to, when I was at the doctors, when I was at the hospital, and I'm trying to think back, and everybody's like, well, wait, how did this flare up like this? What, just out of the blue? Well, it wasn't really out of the blue. You know, I did the TikTok challenge. I was I'm walking the dog in a different area. Um, there's been some change of the terrain. You know, so I'm I'm aggravating that. I stopped. I and literally one of the main problems uh, was standing in the kitchen. I'd already cut that out because that was becoming like so painful. So I already made those adjustments. And we're going thirty. We're over thirty. If you've got to go check your check your time. Um, so I'd already made some adjustments. You know, I did try to do a little bit of been trying to find again testing out some type of activity where I could be some at some way active, you know, maybe a few walks here and there. Um, so, but in that same time frame, I had to make some decisions. That particular day that I hurt my foot, I was emptying out um, my daughter's old room. I was changing um, from a guest, quote unquote, guest bedroom. Kids grown now. Nobody's claiming the bedroom. Um, I, I was getting rid of the bed and, and it's like, that was a part of my life as a mom, not having a space for in case the child needs to come back home, you know? Um, so the, and, and, and I was feeling some kind of way about that. And I was already having a little bit of foot pain before that, you know? So was that psychologically happening in the foot of kicking a child out, you know? Or, or them kicking me to the curb kind of thing, you know? And uh, and and I remember in moving the bed, it did graze my foot, but it grazed my top of my foot. And I think, and I thought maybe because I tried to get out of the way, maybe I might have moved wrong. And I thought it was either the TikTok or it was either that. Because almost immediately after um, the first part, the bed went out in two parts. Uh, so two people came and, and they wanted to split it up. And I was like, I really, I put it on the app and let go. And I'm like, I want to get rid of all of it. But then, of course, people started nitpicking. Well, can I just have this? How about if I take that? You know, because there's all kind of negotiation that goes on. And uh, and so, yeah, okay, okay, okay. And uh, and one person was like, you know, even though I was giving away, they were like, I got to give you something. I'm like, okay, give me something. One lady, she wanted, because she wanted to pay for the inconvenience of splitting it up. I hate to split it up. I know you want to get rid of all of it. I can't take it all. So why don't I give you, can I give you something? I just take the two pieces. She wanted two pieces. And then somebody else um, finally came and got the rest of it. And so then I had this open wide space that I've been wanting because I want to um, organize this room, you know, the studio. Um, and so, you know, that remember, I'm like trying to find a place in the house where can I podcast? And uh, and broadcast and all of that, and and because I've got to do some work on the on the kitchen, and here, it's like rather than deal with something that's happening that you asked for, it's happening. You wanted space, it's happening, and yet you're trying to hold on. Why are you trying to hold on? Replace the bed with a table you need a table and do you know just 24 hours ago in my Facebook memories was a video I'm sitting in the car and I'm talking about coming out of a furniture store where I was looking for the perfect table four years ago looking for the perfect table to create this broadcast space literally yesterday and I'm sitting there going because I was online looking for a table, and I saw this, uh, and, and I scrolled by the memory, and I was like, because it was that four year ago when I was all fit and trim, and uh, and I went back, I said, what was I talking about? That looks like I was at the mall, and uh, and I was, and I had just looked at this, um, some furnishings, and here I am again, I'm, and I, I got to thinking, like, well, where did the four years go? Well, the four years was in the caregiver space. And I'm like, wow. And because I've said to you guys all the time, don't miss this part. 
as I open back up at 34.45. I said to you guys, we pick up where we left off. Opportunity will wait. Four years ago, I was trying to create the perfect broadcast, the perfect broadcast from home. It's Wednesday. I'm doing that broadcast today at 1.30 p.m. Opportunity will wait. I'm picking up. I picked up. In fact, we've been doing the broadcast now for a year. I still don't have the perfect table and setup. And we spent the last year um, prior to this, last year before, before the pandemic, um, we were looking for the perfect space to create the broadcast. And we ended up um, doing it. She does hers from home. I do mine from home. And guess what? It's a perfect scenario now. Um, because nobody's out in any kind of space, you know, doing that. And not only do I have one space, I've got three, you know, I've got three. I've got my dining room, which is um, where I broadcast for the holidays and put up all the Christmas stuff. I got my kitchen, which is known around the world. <laughs> okay. I've got now I've got my new studio room, which is uh, I walk by it. And I'm and 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 out and make it so bad when the bed was in there. I'm walking by it every day, the empty room, and I'm like, you know, that's doing something to me. So now I am looking for again, four years later, the perfect table, because that's what happens when you take care of the things that are a priority. You know, I didn't don't don't walk around missing something every day. Don't walk around wishing. You know, like. What what needs to what needs to be happening right now? If you can't do what it is, this thing you want to do right now, like I'm still I'm I'm decluttering like a mug, and I'm looking around now. I'm like, man, I keep finding these spaces and piling up stuff, you know. And I'm like, Mm-mm. so I'm uh, I'm I'm, I'm and as a matter of fact, I, I I that's what we did this weekend. Um, we were ordering in. I was getting some shelves and some little um, storage bins. And just you know, not hiding clutter, but organizing. I, that's what I was saying. I had to, I had to make myself see the difference. I don't want to hide the clutter. I want to declutter, and I want to organize, keeping only those things that I that I needed. And I'm so glad I found that let go app. And my daughter's like, stop looking around. We're not letting go. No, nothing else. That was the only thing that needed to go was the bed. Um. And I'm like, we. I still feel like we we got some un, not too much. We we already downsized, so we don't have a lot. Um, but we still need to. We still need to make it home. We. I don't think we've we've done that. Um, because in fact, we just. It's only been three three years. Um, and each each of those years has been tremendous change. Each year over the last four years has been tremendous change, and this week, and, and you'll probably notice this in my broadcast, um, first of all, today is my son's birthday, so, and we are on a, we are on a six-hour time difference, so I've already wished him a happy birthday, and I'll get a chance to uh, call and talk to him after I do this, but it's also leading up to the week of uh, my mother's, the, the anniversary of losing my mom, and so heading into that, and I never know what that moment's going to feel like. Um, it's motivational to me, one, because I, I'm, I spent the past three years, this will be the, the, um, third anniversary, stepping into her shoes, uh, and all, and all of us, uh, realizing how much of a role she played as our matriarch and me becoming the matriarch and, and, and doing all these different things. And, uh, the kids allowing me the time to, um, go through that and, and of course, like, particularly here in this pandemic, um, allowing me a chance to evolve again in another adventure that I'm doing with the broadcast and then with the soap thing. So, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not doing any of this without support. I know a lot, I know a lot of people, um, make assumptions because we see things on these small screens and through these devices and we get all these glimpses in people's lives and we try to glean and I, I, I'm a, I like giving explanation and I know, uh, and there's nothing, we are a family over here. And I, I know people like, like when I, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs 
And entrepreneurs got off track in America. Um, we moved away from family businesses. And we, we, even though we all have our strengths, our weaknesses, and our talents, and we've got a couple of ventures going on, um, we, we're, doing it, we're doing it as a family. And so we're supporting uh, one another. Because on the other side, because we had a clear, concise goal, on the other side of this and going through this that we were going to communicate and we've had some we've had some difficulties um but because we had a goal of okay wait so and so's communicating differently what's going on there so and so's feeling seems to be feeling funny let's talk this out let's we come we come together we talk these things through um what do you need asking we we don't have a problem asking do you need something what do you need are you handling that okay are you dealing with this and that and the other we lean into each other. And um, even like I said, in this soap thing, my daughter was like, okay, um, you're in this. You, This is going to continue. This is not one of those things. This is, is not turning out to be one of those things you're just trying. Uh, this is an, seems to be an extension of all that we have going on. I'm, I'm, I have this great brand, Dryer Buzz. My daughter has a salon. Uh, and my other, my other daughter uh, is helping her with that. My other daughter is helping me. You know, and then my son is is heading in. We're gonna figure out where he fits back into the, the scheme of things, but he's going ready to head off on, onto a, another adventure. So guess what? We are now shifting to that. Okay, well, what is what does brother need? You know, when he, he he's making moves right now, and, uh, and but that's family. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people that are looking in. Because family, if you think about it, look at, um, and we're way over, but just trying to bring, wrap this thing, bring this thing home. If you look at some of the trends now, um, like your YouTube family, when I first started out blogging, YouTube families were persecuted, prosecuted even, um, because people were coming together. It's like when people didn't realize what this was to do things, to, to be on a live stream or a video or to talk about what's going on in your like how to get out of bed, talking about three, I'm gonna take three minutes and then getting up, waking up and, and, and talking from my bed, unscripted. My first thoughts of the morning, sharing all that's happening so you don't have to make assumptions. I do this so that people don't have to make assumptions because I know that I have a following. I know that people are looking in and they're trying to figure it out. Like, wait, how is she taking time off? How is she doing that? You know, when somebody is working two and three jobs. And trying to amass a few, just a few things, because uh, I'm not doing it alone. And the expe- expectation that people do things alone and by themselves, you know. And it's like, no, people are out here doing this stuff together, whether another person wants credit for it or not. You have no idea the cohesiveness that Patty Betty and I have at this moment. And we had just had that discussion this weekend because I'm like, whoa, what is this foot thing? Again, this temporary thing. What if it changes our game, you know? And then it's like, wait, here's what we're prepared for. We had to come together and say, listen, hey, here's what we are prepared for. And we had to make some decisions. Okay, well, over the next 12 months, if something like this, this is temporary, but listen, if something like this is going on down the road as a family, Here's what's here's what this household is doing. Here's what that household is doing. And guess what? If we need to come together, we had to have that discussion. We didn't put that off for later. We like, hey, listen. Okay, who's got this? Who's got that? What's this and what's that? Because we knew what our goal was. Always, what we wanted to be on the other side of it. Always be thinking about the other side because shit's going to happen. It happens. Okay, what is what do you want to look like on the other side of it? I have a situation that's going on that can't be reversed right now. And the only reason it can't be reversed right now is because of the misunderstanding that it is. It's like some things you can't come. I'm like, how do how dare you not give some thought to what this looks like on the other side? How do you come? I'm always thinking. Cause I make I make mistakes. I'm like, but I'm always thinking, man. If I do this, how is it gonna look if I have to come back? How is it gonna look on? How do I want to appear on the other side of this thing? And those that's how I make my decisions. When I if I call somebody, 
if I offer, if I exchange, you know, if I go into doing anything, how do I, I want to look to me on the other side? And then I think about to others in a sense of, I don't want to have to apologize. I don't want to have to make no disclaimers. And it ain't even about being un, unapologetic. I'm not even, you don't even hear me say, I'm out here trying to be unapologetic because I think people need to stop and apologize for a whole bunch of stuff. But I also think you need to have the behaviors that you don't have to be, don't have to be. It's, it's one thing to be that you don't have to apologize. It's another being unapologetic. I don't put myself in situations where I have to apologize. I give thought to the things that I say. I give thought to the things that I do. And I just, I don't want to have to put any disclaimers on there. I do get up and say, listen, this is unscripted. That's not a disclaimer. It is what it is. It's unscripted. There's going to be some frog in my throat. I literally just woke up. I've had a couple minutes of of, uh, meditating. Okay, here's what we need to talk about, you know, and those kinds of things. So, you know, I, and I and I said coming in in 2020, if you go back and cause thank God for tweets and all this stuff in archives, and I said 2020 was going to be the year to apologize. Some people need to stop being unapologetic in 2020 because everybody's going through something out here. Last night, one of the most wonderful things I witnessed, uh, a person said that they were trying to help a friend. And now they weren't even afraid of trying to help a stranger. They come across a young man that had a daughter and they say, hey, listen, y'all, I, you know, those of you that have things, can we help this guy out? Man, there was so much of an outpouring. Especially coming off seeing all the negativity that we've seen over the weekend. And that's what I that's what I look for. Because we see people who are thriving off of, they wake up. I'm, I, like I said, I'm a blogger. I know that audience that wakes up every day, they, they, they searching for something negative. They can't wait to find somebody doing as bad as them. Not even worse than them. As bad as they are, so they can tribe up like, oh, good. Somebody got it as, as bad as I do. I know that audience. That audience is such, those are some horrible people. Horrible people. They're miserable. They are miserable people. And they are worth so much money because you already know people making killing off of them. Um, and we saw that over the weekend. You know, look how many people. It's like, hey, Brandy and Monica, it's like, come on. These women are, what, in their 40s now? And uh, sorry if they're not, but, you know, and they they spend decades and still have good music. Like, nobody, like, can we, like, celebrate the fact that everybody wanted to see them? Like, everybody wanted to see them. Everybody wanted to hear Now, some of the jokes were good because it's like, you know, when you talk talking about their fashion, well, they've been, they've been fashion icons. They've been style icons. They're still trying to, you know, Monica came, still rocking the brand. Brandy came, you know, rocking the eclectic, you know. It's like, you know, the shoes and all that in the hair, you know. It's like we talk about those things, but then you had people, like, trying to find something. To, there, there was also a tribe trying to find something to hurt them. Like, it, it was, like, people were, like, we could talk, we could talk, like, you used to talk about Brandy winning a Like, we know getting braids is a painful thing. And, we, and you, Brandy has worn braids, like, forever. It's like, does her head, like, hurt forever, right? And you know, and, and, and there was some discussions. I saw a couple of headlines of people talking about she had to wear wigs or whatever. They were like, no. We're, we're the people who braid. Like, the people who braided her hair are out there saying they braided her hair. And the, the vitriol, vitriol people, people who, people who leech on that, like, we don't believe that. Like, they, they went around not believing the facts, right? It's crazy. That's why I said it's 2020. Come on. So, but keep in mind, everybody wanted to see them and everybody was excited about that. But then you still have people who just want to be mad. Like, like I have a video on TikTok where I use real cheese. And and somebody was mad. Like, it, you had one person like, oh, I wish you would have used a vegan. And, and I'm like, oh, cool, cool. I like that opinion. I may try that. But then I had somebody that was like, just mad. Like, like, wait, you, 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 you mad at, like, this person... They don't like you using the dairy, and they had. They said, "Hey, listen, you know you could achieve the same thing if you just try this." And I was open to that. But then I had somebody. I'm like, "Wait, is that you, like you, 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 you want to fight me? Like you, you real up? You that mad? Like there's a whole channel of people not doing this. 
right? Like, only thing on there is I'm talking about mac and cheese. And you're a mad mad. You're a mad mad. I'm guess what? I'm getting ready to go. I'm making mac and cheese today. Cause you mad. I'm getting ready to order my ingredients and make my TikTok. Cause I can't do I can no longer do an hour-long video. I was in my DM this weekend. No, not even this weekend, yesterday. Day before yesterday, answering somebody's questions every step along the way about how to make the mac and cheese. Using the cream, making the melting the cheese and pouring it over the, the pasta. I've got some pasta in there, as a matter of fact. I was gonna order some, but I've got some pasta um that I'm gonna do. Um, but it's all about the sauce. I make my I make a lemonade. I made a lemonade. In fact, I, I got a lemonade on the stove right now. I'm gonna have some fresh lemonade. You know, but I'm like, you mad? Like you are you are over here trying to get people to fight me. Like you trying to Solicit people to come over here and come and tagging all these people so y'all can come over here and try to find the worst thing to say about this one post about mac and cheese. Now, never mind the other 24,000 that's like, man, this is cool as hell. You think, hear me when I say this, the other 24,000, like, this sounds good, this looks good, I bet it tastes good, I'm making this, what's the recipe? Give me the recipe, give me the recipe, give me the recipe, give me the recipe. I now have to go and create a profitable download, okay, on this. Everybody's like, where's the cookbook? I'm like, I, I, hey, I was doing it for the gram. Oh, well, one thing that I have taught people in, in what I do is there are more people off the gram than there is on the gram. They want to download. You can't download ish on the gram, right? They want to download it, take it into their kitchen. So I have been trying to find the design for the recipe. And so I need to work on that today. I'm going to work on that today. I've already finished the soap store. What's the day? It's Wednesday. So I'm going to work on that today. I'm going to get ready for this broadcast. We went way over on this one because, like I said, I had a couple days where I missed. So I just want to get everybody caught up. Um, but do have the broadcast leading women weekly is a broadcast we do on Wednesday with women where they are. We meet you where they are. Do you know that meet you, meeting you where you are, where you are was my first mission statement. And that's why I brought dryer buzz into a virtual tw- 20 years ago with the goal of meeting our readers where they are. Um, because we were, uh, I was trying to develop a nice glossy print in a risky time in our economy. And thank God the internet was starting. Uh, and so we put dryer buzz on there. It became popular in the hair salons. And there was just, frankly, too many hair salons, too many barbershops. There was no way we could have a, a distribution. Uh, and so using the internet, we also used uh, CD-ROMs back in the day. Um, and so dryer buzz started providing you this amazing content for you to read while you were in the salons and the barbershops because the salons and the barbershops were uh, and still is hopefully returning to that glorious part about our communities. It was the one place you could find out what was happening locally in your community. Uh, And so as many of them are coming back, and I'm so glad to see them coming back, still be safe, protect yourself, protect your stylist. Uh, think about the number of people they have to interact with each and every day. And this is this their life's, their life's work. You know, it's not like, and they could change up and do some other things. They could lessen their clientele, but that's going to mean charging you more. Uh, so, but all you got to do is protect, protect them. Because, you know, we don't do much to protect ourselves, but pr- protect, you know, and, it, and it's more inspiring. Protect, protect somebody else. Uh, wear your mask. Keep yourselves clean. Don't, don't you know, sanitize in between going from one place to the next, you know, don't go all day having been a thousand places. Like I said, when I showed up at the emergency room, trying to figure out everything that I did over the last couple of days, because going, I went into a, I went into a, um, uh, environment that, you know, I need, I needed to, like, I need to sit here today and still monitor the fact that I was in in the hospital on Friday. I've got to be mindful of everything I do over the next two weeks. I had to go and take care of my daughter after coming out of the hospital myself. She had her own procedure. So that means we both have been in situations where I don't need to be a whole bunch of places. I need to now quarantine. I can't be around a thousand people. Because then guess what? That's, you know, I've been trapped. 
no doubt. You know, because homegirl sure did ask for my phone number. We think she put that thing on my phone. You know, so I'm being tracked. So I've got to keep mine. I've been around four people, family, and been in two places. Can't I can't I can't go to the store, you know, as much as I want to because I'm still trying to find this table. But I'm gonna try and order it online. I think I'm just order online and have it been delivered, right? You know, but again, it's just about being mindful. If we could just be more mindful, you know, is is that is that like a sin or a crime? How how hard is it to be mindful? It's not hard at all. It's just a couple more thoughts. Just a just think about that. It's just a couple more thoughts of about think of think of others. Think of others. That's how you get out of bed. Literally. You think of others. That's that thought is so deep. I literally just then had to think about it. First I wanted to make sure it didn't conflict with the other thing I said, like because People who can't get out of bed are putting too much thought in others, but that's a part of it. It's like, don't, don't give up your power in others, but think about others, serving others, doing, being, just being kind. Just think in your, if in your next hour, you were just going to be nice. You didn't have to worry about combative situations. You didn't have to worry about retorts. You don't have to worry. You're just gonna smile. Smile is smiling is gonna be your reaction. Now, smiling gonna piss some folk off. I'm just saying, cause they gonna wonder what what you smiling at. That first, what what why are you so happy? What you smiling at? Somebody way across the room will walk over to you. What are you smiling at? You know, like cause they just got so much going on. It might be that time in their life they just got so much going on. But the question is, okay, on the other side of all of this, what do you want? I had a temporary situation on Friday that I couldn't even film. I had to think, in fact, I had to cancel an event this morning that was scheduled for this morning at 7 o'clock simply because I lost a couple of days promoting it because of the incident. I had to, I was supposed to kick off a new event this morning. At seven o'clock, a broadcast that was supposed to happen at seven o'clock this morning because I had a temporary situation that I thought I was not going to be able to walk and then I was going to be on pain meds. And I knew it said in three to four days I was going to be okay, but that was the that was the days that I was supposed to promote it and I lost that time and we would have just jumped on air and everybody would be like, wait, what is this? So now we have to now we had to push it back and it's okay, it's a good thing. Because the work hasn't really been done in the kitchen. The studio is not even, it's not done, you know, and I would have loved for it. But um, actually today being the anniversary of the, when we ended, when we ended the series uh, that we're trying to bring back. And then I know I've got the difficult days ahead um, um, remembering my mom. And so, you know, and I want, I want that milestone, but, you know, just, being aware, I think the better milestone for us right now is to celebrate the fact that we're still together as a family and we are our bond is as stronger than it has ever been. This right here, where we are right now, this is what my mother wanted. No one, no one is mad, no one is estranged. Um, the trials, the tribulations, all that we've been through didn't tear us apart. We good. Probably getting ready to hang out and just chill, you know. This weekend is probably gonna be off the chain because, and then too, like I said, we're expecting, you know, my son. We get ready to come back together and and celebrate, and that is going to be the most absolute amazing part um, that we survived. We we survived our worst fear, and that was our this thing looking different in our family. So on that, I've got about 40 seconds left and we'll have spent an hour with you. If you made it this far, first of all, thank you for listening. Thank you for allowing me to express myself. I hope that I have said and imparted some wisdom. I've definitely shared some of my hindsight. I hope that you can take it as some of your foresight. Uh, Don't suppress. You got to say something. Uh, Find the space 
with be it safe uh, for you to say that, you know, um, and do what you need to do. I got to tell you, listen, I can come back and do some more episodes, but that means that if you want some more tomorrow, you got to support today. Uh, in in the description of this, you're going to find maybe even a couple hashtags. You can swipe those hashtags and check it out. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.